Hell, girl, I'm back. Walker and I am so sorry I straight bailed on y'all for a couple months. Um, I got real distracted because I have been trying to write this damn book. I have been editing and formatting, formatting. <laughs> I have been, I got a head cold. I, I we Texas had a freaking snowpocalypse last week. Like we have had some things going on. And I just I'm gonna encourage you today or encourage you is probably the wrong word. Warn you. I think I'm gonna warn you. Um I'm not intentionally trying to talk real fast, but I'm on a pretty pretty high dose of cold medication. Um and <laughs> I am trying to pull through, so I probably sound funny, and if I talk fast, I'm real sorry. You can slow it down in your app, but um, we have had a lot going on. I mean, when I look back at this calendar year, like a year ago from today, I can't even, I, I can't, I can't even. Like, it's just, because we're coming up on a year, y'all, being locked up in our houses. Like, I mean, I know you know this. This isn't news to you. Like, we've done things like name our plants and, you know, organize our spices and, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what's the weirdest thing you've done in quarantine because I've done some things. Um, but one of the things that this quarantine has forced me to do is to get this book finished and out into the world. And I can't, like, I can't even. I can't even. This has been a dream in my heart for, gosh, I don't even know. I've always had things to say. There's no surprise there, right? I've always had lots of things to say. Um, but probably even going way, way back to like my wild week days, like, um, if you're not familiar, some of you OG, (laughs) some of you OG friends, um, you knew me back from the camp days. I traveled with, I can't even believe I'm bringing this up, but here we go. Um, I traveled with a like church youth camp organization called wild week. Unfortunately, they named the camp right before and, um, like, right after came out, like, the Girls Gone Wild TV series. And so, unfortunately, a lot of times when we were wearing our Wild Week t-shirts, people would look at us like, hmm, okay. And that is not what it was. (laughs) But it was um, church youth camps. And I loved it. This organization basically set up this fantastic camp where all these churches could bring their kids to go to camp. Kind of like a super summer or a... Um, not so much like a, um, gosh, what are the, candy cock or things like that. But, um, we had like full blown rock show set up, like touring set up and, um, had worship every night and, and worked with, uh, Ken Freeman was, was the lead speaker pastor. It was kind of built around him and then a band called Among Thorns. And, um, I started working for them when I was like 16 and, um, eventually I got to where I was getting to teach a girls class and, Three days a week, I had anywhere from like, I don't know, 100 to 600 girls in my like breakout session room for, I think we had it for like an hour and a half or two hours. And we just got to have like real talk and I freaking loved it. Like when I was doing some of this big soul work the last couple of months of just like, what are the things that really make me feel alive and where are the places that like, 
I felt um, like very spiritually alive and like significant. Where did I lose track of time? Like where did I feel like most useful, you know, even to the Lord? It was those times in those rooms with these teenage girls who were in there. They're over it, right? They're at camp. They're with their church sponsors. They're tired of being told that their shorts are too short and that, you know, they need to quit flirting with boys and that they need to get their heart right and (laughs) all of the things, all of the church camp shame, mercy, um, that can go on there. And we just got to talk about, you know, real things like what it's like to be a teenage girl and how your heart longs for significance and to be seen and for love. And we talked about relationships and we talked about, you know, purity and we talked about modesty and, and, but all of that was under the foundation of like real talk as a woman, um, even as a teenage girl. And I didn't know how it was going to go. I was just kind of like, okay, we're going to talk about some things. Cause like, Ain't nobody been in church or done more camps than me. So I'm just going to speak from my perspective and share some things that I've learned. And it was like some of those moments in that room. I, it was, I mean, I know this doesn't sound super spiritual to say, but it was like magical. It was just like the Lord was there and his hearts were open and we just got to connect on this level. And that has been like just such a sweet reminder, I think, of just from the Lord of like what one of the things that he's made me to do. I love music. I, I miss music. I want to get back into it. I'm somebody who can never just do like one expression. I need to do multiple things. But this season, I have been very focused on getting this book written and getting it out into the world and um, especially getting it in a format that I felt like was um, readable. Like you weren't going to get lost in these big, heavy, you know, deep thoughts, but they were, um, let's see, what's the best way to say this? So I, (laughs) I am a high strung woman, right? We know this, you and I have spent some time here. Um, and I spent a lot of time, like 38 years of my life, um, trying to figure out like what the hell is going on inside of me. Um, and also like how to, Once I finally moved from resenting myself for being what I would call or others especially would call like difficult or high strung or intense um, to really trying to be like, man, what is going on? I moved to this place of real appreciation and respect for this super like big personality, intense spirit that the Lord gave me and began to see it as like a real gift. And um, a couple years ago on the road for music. In between shows, I literally was just like kind of processing. And I sat down and I wrote a blog with the title, Confessions of a High Strong Woman. And um, I kind of wrote out some of the things that had helped me, some of the things I was frustrated with. And it was really just, I processed it. It was longer, like it needed more words than a three-minute song would allow. And so I just, you know, put it out into the world, didn't think anything about it. And y'all, I started to get these emails at like two o'clock in the morning from these women who had Googled high strung women and had come across that blog after they'd gotten into another fight with their significant other or they'd had a argument with their best friend or they were, you know, losing another relationship or having a hard time at work. Or, you know, they were like, I've been told I'm high strung and I don't know what that means. And I definitely don't know what to do about it. And I found your blog and, you know, really encouraged me and thank you. And, and so, um, for a long time, I avoided it, but, uh, and I remember my mom saying to me, like, Ab, that's a book, like, that's, you know, that's a book title, like, that's a book topic, and I was like, oh, yeah, da-da-da, I'm gonna go play the rodeo, you know, um, 
And so anyways, fast forward a lot of dragging my feet, throwing a fit, not wanting to put myself out there in this way. Um, and here we are. And I am totally at this place where writing this book and putting it out into the world is is completely an act of obedience. Like I was supposed to share my story. I was supposed to share some of the things that have been literally life changing for me as a high strung woman. Um, and I was just supposed to share those. And that is my place of obedience. And um, when I would get real nervous about because I've got one of those brains that just like goes, goes, goes and thinks and thinks and thinks. And especially it's like, I feel like it's not a spiritual gift, but I feel like it could be that I have the knack to um, think about all the things that could go wrong or more specifically, all of the ways that people could deeply criticize me. And um, as you know, like from this podcast and then from where I come from, like I am, I'm a fourth generation preacher's daughter and I know all the Bible verses and I know all the things. Um, But this isn't a Bible study book. It is a book very much telling the story of my relationship. The restoration, and restoration is even kind of the wrong word, like throwing open the doors to this brand new relationship with God where he's not mad at me. He doesn't resent my strong spirit. He thinks it's fantastic and he gave it to me on purpose. And he gave it to me so that I could do these big crazy things that he's put in my heart to accomplish his purposes. And y'all, that was this massive shift from where I was, which was make yourself smaller, make yourself gentler, gentler, quieter, <laughs> you know, like pull it together, Nancy. Like, you know, and I couldn't, I could not beat my wild heart into submission. And then I finally learned, um, it's because it wasn't supposed to be beaten into submission. It was supposed to be loved and cared for and, and eventually like harnessed to do really, really great, incredible things. And that's what this book is. It's so much of my story of like the things that I've learned and the places that I had to really, like, it's a very scary thing to, A, to stand up as a woman. I mean, good grief. If the whole world isn't telling us to sit down and be quiet or, you know. And we feel like our only options can be to, like, go full rage, right? Like, to to um, go the bitch way, right? Of, like, you're so frustrated. You can't handle it. Nobody listens to you. Or to be completely compliant. Um, those feel like your only two options and they're, but it's not true. It's, it's absolutely not true. And as we begin to face and address and, um, like dare to work through some of these deep held beliefs that we've been taught by our families and by our culture and even by our relationships in these different places, as we're willing to like face those and then work through them, work through the lies and find the truth, like there's unbelievable freedom and joy there. And so when I felt like it was time for me to sit down and write this book, it was it was very clear to me that this wasn't about being an expert or writing a guide or an expert's manual to how to be a high-strung woman. This was simply, this is my story. God told me to share my story. And so if you find some hope or some life or some freedom up in this, like, girl, you grab onto it. But if you think it's a load of BS, well, then go on and write your own damn book. Go do it. All I know is that this, I'm keeping my eyes on my own paper. I am living within my boundaries. I am going to do what God's called me to do. And I'm going to, as bravely and honestly, and hopefully as articulately, share my story and kind of some of the the highlight points and low points of different points in my life 
in hopes that, you know, maybe some lady out there will be like, oh my gosh, me too. This is so helpful. Like, I do not have to carry the world. I'm not responsible for how my mother-in-law responds to me. Or I am not responsible for making everybody like me. Like, I can find peace, even if I am misunderstood. Like, and I can learn how to take care of myself instead of living a life of this panicked self-improvement. That was a big thing for me. Like, you guys, I love, like, I love personal development. I love self-help books. Like, I love I love all those things because I love to understand and I love to um, gain wisdom, I think, you know, in those places. But I was living in this world where everything about me had to be improved in order for me to be loved. Like, full-on... How I come to the table is not okay. It's not enough. And I need to apologize for who I am. And at the very least, show everybody how hard I'm trying for being, like, that I'm trying so hard to be different than how I am. And that's a, that is a awful place to live. Like, that offends, it's insulting to my creator. And it's offensive on, like, the cellular, cellular level of who you are as a person and who you are as a woman. And, um... There was just this this great healing work that the Lord has done in my life. And, like, girl, we still in it. We still learning. We still learning the things. Um, but, you know, I was working on my bio. And one of the things that was really important to me to share is that I'm like, this is, I'm not teaching ideals. Okay? This isn't, <laughs> this, this isn't, oh, we should all strive to be this. And, oh, it should be this way. No. So, I am straight up in the arena dirt just like you. Okay, the arena being our lives, like or the arena being the <laughs> dirt and um, the dangers and the fight of what we experience in our lives every day as women and the choice that we make to either show up and fight our battles as our true selves or to check out and sit in the stands and just criticize everybody else who's down in the arena getting their ass kicked. And this is all based on along the quote, um, Brene Brown made it, I would say, like, more popular today, but the daring greatly. Um, it's not the, the critic who counts. Like, it is the person actually living their life down there trying, engaging, trying to grow to get better. These are the people who really matter. These are the people who shape history. And this is, you know, really living. And so for me, writing this book, I was just like, you know, in the bio, it's like, I'm not teaching some lofty ideals. Basically, I'm just your girl next to you down in the dirt who's like, sees something coming at you. And I'm like, hey, try this real quick. I learned this last week. You know, hey, we'll try this. You know, it's it is not it's it's from the hip, you know, in a million ways of just like these are some things I've learned. This may help you. It may not. You know, <laughs> there's no hierarchy here. It's just it's just your sister in the dirt, you know, and a million times a day, you know, I fall face first and I'm covered in the blood and sweat and tears of just trying, you know, and trying to talk myself into standing back up again. And, and, you know, it's, it, it takes an incredible amount of courage to show up as our true selves. And even knowing what our true selves looks like can be so challenging for us as women, because I mean, they're just, you know, there's just so it's the pressures are just totally different um okay so I watched the Britney documentary right I bet you did too and I saw some people commenting on the Britney documentary and one of the questions was you know oh do you think this would have happened to her if she was a man and the man answering it was like well I don't know and I was like oh my gosh hell no nobody is ever like 
bro, you need to sit down. You're talking crazy. Like very rarely does that happen. They're like, oh, he just needs to go blow off some steam. And so, you know, they go into the wilderness or they go fishing or they do whatever. Like women, I don't know where y'all think we go, but like a trip to the nail salon is not enough time to like really work out our issues. (laughs) It helps, right? Like having pretty fingers and toes helps all the things. Um, and what was the other thing I saw? Oh yeah, I'm happier when I'm tan. Like put your spray tan on, girl. Do whatever you need to do. But but like there's there is not the space given for women as there there has, you know, been historically for men. And to me, this is the this book is very much about taking ownership of like who we are and how we are and how we operate. Um, and becoming masters, like instead of living as a victim to a high strung, intense personality, if you're, if you're somebody who have heard from so many of y'all that are just like, this is my whole life. I, f- I feel like I've been so misunderstood. I've hurt so much. I've lost so many relationships because I cared more than everybody else, or I couldn't quit crying, or I didn't know what, you know, all of these different places. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's this so much of my heart in this is just like, okay, so we're going to like, first of all, sit down and accept what we really have instead of judging it and saying, don't be this way. We're going to look at it. We're going to appreciate it. And then we're going to want to take care for it, care of it. We're going to learn what conditions, right? What kind of practices, habits or whatever allow us to operate in a good space where we're not ready to like burn the house down and do all the things, you know? Um, but where we're like, we're able to be in a good space and that involves an understanding our emotions, knowing where to implement and stand, you know, within our boundaries, like finding our sacred ground, um, and, and so much more, you know? Um, and so I'm so excited to get this out there simply because I just really hope, like I'm praying over every single copy, every single name that comes in really just that the Lord would take it like whatever is meant for every person that holds that book that that hopefully he can use in some way to like really minister to their hearts and I mean minister not like in the churchy sense of like oh and it's ministry and whatever I'm talking like heal I'm talking like reassure I'm I'm talking like a bring affirmation and acceptance into places of ourselves that like we've rejected so deeply because we couldn't find a place for it in this world or in our families or in our relationships. Um, and I'm just, I just, I'm so excited to see what God does with it, you know? And I'm really excited because for me, um, I got some coaching from, um, Kara Allwell, like all will, I always want to say all well. Um, she's just a badass, like, author, entrepreneur, lady boss. Okay. She's from Brooklyn and we are, we're about as different as we can be in a million different ways. Um, but she has self-published a ton of books. One of my favorites being, um, Girl on Fire and Girl Code. And anyways, she has mastered, I feel like the self-publishing thing. And I was like, hi, I don't know what I'm doing. I could use your help. And so she graciously agreed to mentor me and coach me in some places. And I was in a mastermind with her and a bunch of other really great girls. And, Um, she, her story was that she had, she like, she worked in marketing for MTV. She eventually quit her job, went full time as a writer, you know, and as an entrepreneur. And, 
um, she was like, you have to see it as kind of launching a new business. It's not just that, oh, you put this book out to the world, but that it, it, um, it's a long curve, you know, kind of thing, which is super exciting to me. But one of the things I am most excited about is getting to connect with women, getting to speak, getting to talk, maybe even getting to do some coaching. Um, and which sounds so funny to me because I'm like, oh, that's not ever what I would have necessarily thought, but it's what I do. It's what I love to do. I love to freaking be coached. Like, I'm calling my girls, I'm calling Allison, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so freaking stuck. Like, can you help me? Like, can we can we talk about the things? Or, you know, I can return that favor to them of just kind of like, man, I really feel like you're stuck here or that you are trying to, you're very fixated on winning this person over as opposed to like knowing that who you are is enough and like let them go. Like, God's got it. You know, those kinds of things are super exciting to me. It's like that little room you know, for our breakout sessions at Well We Camp with my girls on steroids. And so there's going to be a lot more to come um, after this. And one of those things that I'm going to do, we're going to try it. Oh, Jesus. As we talk about not being a tech girl, that's me. That's me. Um, but starting on Sunday nights, we're going to start this Sunday night, um, I'm going to do a happy hour. And um, just like on Facebook Live, if I can figure it out, I'll do Instagram Live too. Um, I mean, I know how to do them. I just don't want to do them both at the same time. So we go, we go work on it. It's okay. We go work on it. The Lord, saints pray. I need y'all to pray. <laughs> the Lord's going to provide. Um, anyways, where we can just talk and laugh and hopefully learn some things. And um, so this Sunday, I think we're going to do it at like 730. And um, you can just meet me over at the Facebook land. Um, Abby Walker Official is... Um, my like public page and then I also have a personal page and then I also have a confessions of a high strong woman page any of those I'll share it there I would love for you to come hang out ask questions do the things and um I'm hoping to use that to kind of do like it's what Allison and my girls and I would call like book club we read a book and then we kind of geek out over it and talk about it and do the different things um and I'm not going to be like adding different books like we're just we're gonna talk about this book for right now my book because that's the one I know um so if you're interested in any of that and want to join me on over there just shoot me an email at abbywalker at gmail.com hopefully this week we're gonna learn how to use our own domain email and um come hang out I'd be super pumped to get to see you and have you and I just man this is an exciting new time it's something I'm very um I'm equal parts like excited and honestly like anxious about um, because to be known in these places can always be, you know, really scary. But I'm just going to put on my favorite outfit and my biggest earrings and, you know, pour me a big old Diet Coke and we can go for it. We got to go for it. Okay. So if you want a signed copy, send me an email at abbywalker at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to wait until Amazon, it'll be, I won't get them until Amazon prints them on March 2nd. Um, but I can ship those to you or you can buy them on Amazon. And if you like this podcast, will you leave me a review? Apparently that's something I should have been doing all along or share it to somebody, share it with somebody. Um, and then let's connect. Let's be friends on Instagram and Facebook. Let's do the things. I would love to hear from you. We sh- I share lots of quotes and funny things over there and um, so what I'm going to do is leave you with introduction to Confessions of a High Strung Woman today. And I'm just so honored that you're even listening to this crazy podcast with me talking super fast, like I'm on crack and I'm not, I'm just on like Sudafed. Okay. The High Strung Woman. 
This one is for the strong, fierce-hearted, beautifully complex, and profoundly brilliant high-strung women who've been misunderstood and mistreated for far too long. We've heard from every direction that we are too emotional, too strong, too sensitive, too passionate, too much, and yet somehow not enough. When all we see and hear from the world around us is that who we are and how we are is wrong, and at the same time that what we're not is, quote, right, we can turn on ourselves in a very deep and profound way. Oh, but sis, do I have a story to tell you. A tale of uprising, freedom, acceptance, joy, and empowerment that is no fairy tale. There is a life so good that you can't stand it on the other side of this story, and I am so humbled and deeply honored to get to share it with you. Welcome, my dear sisters, to these confessions of a high-strung woman. Girl, I can't even wait to talk to you, so let's be friends. Send me an email. Send me a message on Instagram. Do all the things, but um, I'm going to share a little bit more about the book as we go on. I'll share a lot more about the book, but um, I so appreciate you. I think you are fabulous, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week, and get ready, girl, because it's coming. My book's about to hit... Hit the interwebs. Here we go. Woo!